binoculars or what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Happy birthday to me. I'm just cracking open a PBR on stream. This whole time I thought it would be me. It's a Pepsi. <laughs> so yeah, PBR. Pepsi, so. Pepsi Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Fuck you. Pepsi, Pepsi Blue it. Recyclable Container. <laughs> Boom, dude. PBRC? It, well, I mean, it's recyclable one of them PBRC, man. It, I mean, you know, I just, I, we'll, we'll leave the container part silent. <laughs> Pepsi Blue Recyclable. So wait, no, no, it's not even. This episode's coming out the day after my birthday. No, I was just thinking about if the PMRC would get mad if we called these PBRCs. <laughs> it, you know, maybe, but like, good? Yeah. Yeah. Do they, I mean, do they even still exist? I don't know. I think they probably have bigger problems. Because yeah, some of those lyrics are pretty funny. I mean, I have a, you know, I think that Wasp are actually the ultimate, like, they, they don't, it's, uh, never mind. <laughs> it, it's funny to me how you can, you could tell how poorly informed all of these people were, yeah. where, like, uh-huh. they just, they hated D. Snyder and friggin', friggin' Gore. It's like, I'm a fan of Frank Zappa, but I hate D. Snyder because he's poisoning our youth's minds. It's just like, I don't think you know about these people's music at yeah. all. So, I guess let's start with a cryptid event. Okay. And instead of actually reading news story, I'm going to prove a point with this segment. Oh what? I'm just going to read this list of article titles just on the front page of Cryptozoology News. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And maybe everyone will get my point. All right. Law enforcement officer encounters Bigfoot. North Carolina woman claims candy-loving Bigfoot visits her frequently. Kentucky man claims he saw Bigfoot. Georgia man spots Bigfoot. Oklahoma family sees Bigfoot. Pennsylvania children encounter Bigfoot. Two months ago is seven stories of the week. Dogman, Gators in NYC, Nessie video, man versus UFO and more. Wait, Dogman. Did we did we read up on that one? No, no. This one's just a collection of garbage stories. Oh, okay. It's, they're, they're all like fun garbage no. stories. That's too because Dogman sounds but, uh, like the kind of person to be hunted by the dog. You have babies. to go two months back to find a story that's not that's not Bigfoot, and I'm sure and more in, includes. Uh, you know, Bigfoot. I get your point too, Garrett. With all these sightings, he's just he's obviously real. I mean, that you know, I mean, I do believe he, there is a some sort of North American wood ape out there. As I've said several times, it if there is a Bigfoot, it's one of two things: it's either an escaped orangutan. Uh, or it's some kind of uh, bipedal lichen, which is why we never find a corpse because it's just it's like a moss. And monster. I still really like that idea. It, I mean, it could be. It's like a bad uh, horror at party beach and that lives in the woods instead of the beach and doesn't drink blood because that's stupid. Well, because today is my birthday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're all I... gonna dress as Bigfoot. Uh, do the do the thriller dance with the alien marionette yep you did it did you check it did you double look at that yeah <laughs> other people online also said it's not thriller i it's, don't care it's, what they it's say it's a million percent not thriller i don't care it's a little bit beat it but i i no no he has the he does only three <laughs> steps from it and those three steps are good enough it's like to three, get you sued three frames of thriller no dude, michael jackson's dead dude is a state reanimated slash, his corpse slash ascended like to his like true reptilian uh, self and went home. I don't know. One of the two or I mean, or both. He's yeah. ascended to his <laughs> true like, reptilian and self and then died. The way there. <laughs> Poochie style. Yep. Oh, my goodness. But I know I for, for clerical purposes, I, just, I have to refer to it as the thriller alien because yep. how else am I going to differentiate it? There's tons of other alien marionettes. That's good enough for me. So I put out a thing on our Twitter and Facebook. For questions. And we got none? No, we got a few. Oh, really? Okay. Got two on Twitter and then I think four on Facebook where one of them is a garbage question. So that's Roll the one I'm a garbage answer, person. Naturally. naturally, that's the one we're going to answer. All right. Sorry, them all. Nice. Okay. All right. So I'm going to get the ones from Twitter first. Okay. Uh, from uh, Maha. <laughs> okay, of course. Number one super fan. Friend of the show. If you had cryptid-based superpowers, which one would you have? interesting uh the power to not be seen or believe that i exist 
That is pretty good. You already have that to some people. No, no. Too many people have been able to prove this and it kind of freaks me out. I don't know. Chad still doesn't 100% believe you exist. There we go. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Oof. It's a tough one. I mean, I might want atmospheric beast superpowers. So you could not be real? Exactly. Just the, <laughs> the power of non-realability. Guess I still want to be real enough. There's a I don't know, that beats so many things. Like, can anything even affect you if you're not real? Yourself. You're just like a weird metaphysical See, concept. <laughs> that's why I was gonna pick the Amphir Leomore to have a depression aura. Uh, <laughs> but Sean already has that when he's super drunk. He does. <laughs> oh man. Um maybe Mokele Mbembe's power to kill hippos. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. a natural enemy of hippos. I mean, so many cryptids have like either super strength or functional invisibility. No, I got it. I know my 100% final answer. Okay. The Mongolian deathworm's ability to just, just spit acid. No, to sh- like <laughs> elect- a strong yeah, enough right. electrical charge to pass it through air. Yep. Literal lightning powers. Yeah. That's mine. That's a good actual power. Mongolian um, deathworm lightning attacks. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, um, any of the Tengu like shape shifting powers? Oh yeah, because shape shifting would be useful. You do a lot with that. How about the Kappa's ability to just have their armor moved. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking, trying to think of some kind of power that the Kappa have that's not summoned Popeye style by drinking alcohol, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like I don't. Yep, drink you know what? I drink enough, and you're gonna suck ass like a Kappa. Exactly, you know. Every millennial is kind Drink of enough and you're going to be force-fed shit. Olive <laughs> like oil's like, help, I'm stuck in this thing's anus. And he's like, hold on, olive oil. He's like, you know, squeeze the squeeze the, the sake barrel. Flies up in a Hell, perfect U-shape. out of this anus. <laughs> exactly. I really... <laughs> There's a big old Bluto Suchinoko. Like. <laughs> I, I really wish that I actually spoke Japanese to do a... Popeye impression Japanese in Popeye. Japan. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just, just full oh, circle. Do I, I don't know I'm, if I still have it on my computer, but I have this like old, like old Popeye hibachi refrigerator commercial. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And like, yes, the With character Popeye is canonically super racist against the Japanese. He's not super racist against the Japanese. He fought in World War II, and he just he doesn't like the Japanese Empire. I feel like that's not unreasonable. Well, that's why they got their revenge with the Momutaru Sea Eagle. I forget what it's called. But <laughs> yeah, they blow up Demon Island. Yeah, makes sense. So, lightning powers is mine. I want to actually be able to, you know, grab my tail and roll around like a those <laughs> little Victorian... Stick and wheel. So you want toys. to be a Sujinoko yes. or a hoop snake? Yeah, but nice. you know, pushed around with a stick. So it means you got to have a tail too, though. So well, like, I grow don't. A tail. Yeah, interesting. You don't know me. And yours was uh, I don't know. It was un- unde- undefined. Okay. It was just random rambling about. He wants to not Popeye. exist. Yeah, because they ain't real. Just eventually, cars stop thinking. You know. And uh, from. Yeah, no, I take it back. I just want to be cars and turn my hand into a squirrel. That's <laughs> that the one is, I settled for. That is a power. That's not. <laughs> I right. chose it. It's my birthday. Yeah. I'm Garrett. <laughs> I get to make the shots now. Your fucking his, birthday is his, next week. His power yeah, no, was well, shape shifting. In, in, in the opening, you should notice that I said I'm Garrett. I edited it to say that. You right don't now. edit it. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. <laughs> See, but that's the power he chose was shape shifting. He has become you. Just so our other, another question we got from. Uh, at Grand Video, which is Grand Rapidians playing video games. Okay. They're fun video game nice. podcast. We're getting some podcast interaction. What's your favorite beer? What's your favorite video game? Or if favorite is a hard question, then what's one or of either you go back to often? Everyone's looking at me. Is because I'm the only one that drinks beer occasionally. I mean, I I don't really like beer, but I do like myself a nice hard cider. Okay. And I'll keep trying beers until I find one I like, but it just hasn't happened yet. Well, I really like the um, the Shock Top Honey Apple. I think it's Honey Apple Wheat. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really like that many beers either because usually they're too bitter and don't taste good. But this one is sweet and a little bit bitter. I like the, uh, whenever I can find it, the Woodcheck Green Apple Cider. Oh, we'll see ciders or hard ciders are where it's at because they're, you know, sweet and delicious. But I'll also just down a handle of vodka. 
like not quite as sweet and delicious. <laughs> My favorite vodka is Russian Standard. Yeah, I feel like it's because hard alcohol is like a challenge. <laughs> it's like a sarcastic drink. They're just like, come on, what are you gonna do? Huh? huh? No, what are you gonna do? It's like, I'll show you what I'm gonna do. Get on over here. I did my training in a my early drinking years in a hot tub. So you just hardened your body to withstand dehydration. <laughs> yeah. Training for years. But no, I, one day I'll find a beer I like. But one day uh, for now it's hard cider and specifically woodchuck green apple. Angry Richard's okay, but it that one's because it's easily accessible. I can just go down the street and grab that. Yeah, I have to go to Bevmo and hope they have some. Yeah. It's like the, the Kroger brand, uh, <laughs> you know, the great value, uh, Safeway selects hard yeah. cider. Alan. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't had this in a long time, but I like the vice and stuff. I'm really more of a Glühwein guy. That's not beer though. <laughs> or mead. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I like. Mead's not bad. Mead's pretty good. I had a friend. We had a friend who made it for a little bit. Indeed. And the other part is uh, video games. Favorite video game. Uh, oh, that's such a hard question. And it, yeah. what's funny is like both of them are because like I, I naturally I would say Bioshock's maybe not my favorite, but it's also not one that I go back to often. It just had a profound See, like one of on my it. favorite games. I also don't go back to often because it's a time sink of a JRPG. <laughs> MS Saga New Dawn is one of my favorite games of all time. It's like my favorite RPG, the best RPG I've ever played. But it's if I start playing it, I'm going to finish it. And it's going to be like a 90 hours of my life gone. Yeah. Then again, I did have over 800 hours on Monster Hunter Freedom Unite. That's too many. That's too many hundred hours. <laughs> my hand, I, our friend like had his PSP the other day and my hand reflexively <laughs> just like shriveled into a claw. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Marvel versus Capcom too. I, if like, if I'm not, doing anything i'll throw that in my dreamcast and and just play around in training mode for a while that that's another game that i've spent years playing i wish i had an hour count on that yeah monster hunter world i surprisingly still go back to and play and i haven't played it in like a year i'm waiting for iceborne i do i do want to play again but Mm, the demo was fun for iceborne yeah i didn't play it the tigrex was back i see and uh it was hard (laughs) And I'm glad because I was worried was they were going to make it too easy. I guess I could see that. And there was a new antlered. Uh, it, it's basically the same demo. Really? Yeah. Uh, the first one, Great Jagger, still exactly the same. Yeah. Second one, instead of, um, I don't remember what they gave you in the second one. I think it might have been uh, Anjanath. Yeah. Yeah, it was Anjanath. This was, one is uh, another theropod. With the antlers, the snow one. I and see. then instead of Nergigante, it was Tigrex. Oh, so what's the... It, were you in the new environment as yeah. well? The new snow environment? It looks pretty cool. There's hot springs that like act like a hot drink and also heal you oh, a little I bit. See. Oh, that's pretty cool. And the like, hot drinks are available. And there's a fucking area that I was fighting the Tigrex that if you fight the monster on it long enough, it'll like start shaking and collapse and you'll go down. And Whoa. like it'll... I'm like, okay, cool. Went back up started happening more so like the more just keeps going and going until there's like a sliver of land left interesting it was like they did a great job on this stage yeah you know if you if uh, there are plenty of people that still don't like monster hunter world and like i i don't understand why they don't like it but i mean the environments are just great playing monster hunter for 15 ever since monster hunter yeah no longer than 15 years yeah and uh, i really like world like i love it any little problems that were with the other ones were fixed and like, sure. They don't speak monster hunter language. You can set it to that. I say, and like, you, I mean, come on, you just set it to that. You just change the, change the setting. Sure. It's not, it's like friendlier in the beginning than other games, but it still gets just as hard at the end. I think it's easier to know what to do at the beginning. Yeah. And that, that's like one of my biggest complaints about games is like not knowing what to do in the outset, but I'm like, oh, the fucking flies just lead you to the monster. I'm like, fucking, if you didn't have ESP equipped, you're fucking wasting your time. I do. I do wish that I could turn off the fireflies. They're not, they're not fireflies. This is from Final Fantasy. You know, shoot. They're, they're fireflies. It's fine. Uh, so MS Saga, New Dawn, Monster Hunter, 
like just in general. And then Metal Gear Solid three. Those are my favorite games. It's a strong lineup there. Yeah, Alan. I got I'm on got three also, but you know, Tetris only on my Razor phone. That wasted my life. I did Played get number least. one in Tetris uh ninety nine. Ooh, see, I can't know about these things. I can't know, but this, you know, this was also like when I had a razor, but that, you know, earthbound deal with it. I'm not saying mother two and then <laughs> it's okay. The you three. know, it, you're, you're right to not say mother two. They're, they're distinct enough games. I have this argument all the time yep. about final fantasy three slash six because they're distinctly different. different games. They're, yep. they're gameplay wise. They're very similar, but, um, three slash six has a lot of like the, the localization is very different and, you have no idea how hard I get triggered when people will talk about like, yeah, I love, I love Kefka and like final fantasy six. And it's like, they're specifically talking about the like Ted Woolsey retranslation. It's exclusive to three. And I'm just like, doesn't count. It's a different game guys. I'm going to toss in a question just from my own brain. Okay. Is there any, uh, cause I'll give an example first. I've never played <laughs> chrono trigger oh okay. man and like i'm like this i know it's a game i should play and i need oh, to yeah. play but like i've just never had access to chrono trigger okay so, I, so what's a what's a game that like I you know you should play one and probably like want to but just haven't for no and no reason oh man that's a good question I might get the DS one or the one on Steam because I heard the oh, okay. PlayStation one has lots of weird loading problems. It does when going yeah, into oh, yeah. when going into menus <laughs> and fighting sixteen second loads to yeah. fight things. Yeah, so I'm probably going to get the DS one, which I heard they fixed a yeah, bunch of stuff. Cartridge, yeah, so. the, the DS yeah. one is, from what I understand, a very good one. Uh, what's a game that I've always wanted to play but I've never gone that I've I've never done? I don't know because it like I've been lucky enough lately that I've been able to just like track down either for really cheap or just get lucky uh, with a lot of games, things like Snatcher and yeah. like Panzer Dragoons. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, shoot, uh, any any Soccer Wars game, any one of them. I, I know we, like we have one for Wii yeah. and we're supposed to get a new one. So I guess the one for Wii. Eventually I'll get it and play it. Yeah. Game Cubivore looked cool, <laughs> but, you know, that's it. I can I think that's about it. All right. Well, we got some more from uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, the garbage question from a garbage human being. Oh, I, yeah. I'm wondering if I'll know who this is. They live here. Yeah. Okay. So, that, I mean, that could still be a number of people. No. You haven't narrowed it down enough yet. Who Ask else lives question. here? What I refer to as a garbage human being. Literally everyone. <laughs> Even yourself. Accurate. <laughs> um, can there be a live audience for the roasting? <laughs> oh my god i know exactly who this is and the answer is no yeah it's a hard no because the roasting's not good i came up with one joke one joke good we're saving for it for this. later i know i we're still gonna... need my intel okay and then we got three questions from the same I have person not been mean oh, enough. okay okay a glorious human being that sometimes i call becky yeah. <laughs> okay i'm i'm loving the idea of, of this person asking us questions uh, i'm gonna go in reverse order because their last question is the best one and i already have an answer for it Okay. And I'm pretty sure you have the same answer. Which cryptid has the best fashion sense and why? Oh, I don't know. Because it's Flatwoods Monster. It, oh, actually, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. For sure. For sure. And the and why is look at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, See as a bishop. A, oh, that's a close second. That's a close yeah, second. Yeah, that's a good one. Is it close? No, it's a distant second for me. Because, I mean, Flatwoods is beautiful. I love that thing. I'll post some Flatwood Monster pics. Whoever designed that thing is just... Uh, Whoever's just, doing all the fucking cool art of, like, it as, like, a model. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a very... Ordinarily, I wouldn't like this. It has a lot of Tim Burton qualities to it. But, I mean... It just, you know... I have to a, look It's a glorious, up. glorious creature. It's clearly some kind of battle suit. And, a, you know, years before the Japanese were doing the whole, like, King Arthur and, like, a, you know, full-length ball gown with armor pieces thrown on it. Whoever invented the Flatwoods monster was doing it. And it had like a weird retro 50s vibe, even at the time. <laughs> a little bit of like the like Dutch maiden kind of kind of cap thing. So many weird elements thrown together. And the, the color choices are just great. Best okay. fashion sense. Yep. And you. OK. Second question from Becky. 
if Bigfoot drove a car, which one down to make and model? If Bigfoot drove a car, he would drive Bigfoot, the monster truck, which is a the original one is a 74 Ford F-250 pickup. <laughs> I love that you looked up. 94 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> uh, you're both wrong. Bigfoot would drive a Prius and he would have been an early adopter. All right. Because yeah. Yeah. Bigfoot loves his Earth Mother. All right? Yep. Let's be real. You are, okay. you are a thousand percent in, And I mean, in like the 60s, he would have been driving like one of those early Volkswagen Westfalias that had been converted to runoff like ethanol or something that he grew himself. Yep. Small. I mean, you're form. accurate, but mine's right. funny. And Alan's is oddly specific. I feel like Bigfoot's You can get them on Craigslist anywhere. They don't even care who you are if you buy one. <laughs> if you're Bigfoot, you just yeah. give them a handful of Jack Links, TM, and then just, you know. Yeah, and you could find parts for those anywhere in the world. That's true. There are there are millions of people that make aftermarket parts. Yeah. It's just that popular. It's just that popular. Okay, this one uh, is worded weird, and I don't know exactly what he means. <laughs> I'm, I, lo- I love the vague question. <laughs> Open to interpretation. Who would you bring into a gladiator-style fight to the death as your partner, and which two would you not want to fight? I'm assuming. I I don't get. I, maybe if it's between like you us and one monster, and then you don't want to fight oh, two other monsters. Okay. All right. Got it. Definitely bring in a Daitengu because they're fucking magic. Are they the most powerful being? Other than like the movie monsters we've done. That's true. That's true, right? Bring in Dracula. Don't want to fight two Draculas. That's the, that's the answer. Although Kappas have super strength. I wouldn't want to fight a uh, atmospheric beast because how do you beat you know, a cloud? See, I would want to fight two atmospheric beasts because they don't exist. Yeah. And, uh, I just win I know. by default. And then on top of that, my partner. You don't win beast. until the cloud dissipates. And who knows how long that'll be? You know what? But that's and then when the relaxing. fight's over, it's going to be boring. And the guys are just going to kill you anyways. No, no. We fought valiantly against see because this is the thing you have to remember, right? If the if we're if we're fighting gladiator style, we're fighting either Romans or pseudo Romans, and they have an appreciation for man's hubris. So it, you know, right. they could just understand the existential, yeah. uh, uh, representative crisis that we're having in the arena. Yeah, we're fighting the unchangeable, and our only choice is just to wait and let it go away. I'm gonna pick Daitengu on my team. Okay. Do not want to fight a Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> you fight a 10 mile long american rock yeah or brosno dragon <laughs> well i just don't want to fight him because yeah he's i don't want to fight him yeah, because I, I love him I, he's the best he's a veteran it, right, this a hero he ate, multiple he ate the Luftwaffe. <laughs> and who knows how many other skirmishes yep all right well What's your guys' answers? My, I said my answer already. Yeah, yeah. What's Dracula, that no Kelly Mbembe. You fight with him. Yes. And we're going to just not fight an atmospheric beast. <laughs> All right. So we're, let's get to today's featured creature. No, no. I mean, look, come on. Let's be real. I want to I wanna take down those walking pants. Oh, it's, Fresno Night. It's, it's the opposite of hubris. It's just, just beating down, punching down. Well, if you're going to do that's that. That's how I am. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you gotta do like on your team is Fresno Nightcrawler, and then like you gotta fight against two Draculas. No, no, I said the opposite of hubris. I just want an easy. We, I just want to, you know, bum fight. Are you? I want to just overpower these walking pants. <laughs> well, it's which Kelly two? Mbembe. It's which two do you not want to fight? Oh, not want to fight. Yeah, because you're afraid anything of anything. That's that. anything. I'm afraid of everything. I'm a coward. I see. Okay. That's why I went with the easy way, both ways. Today's featured creature, Morgar, and Tony Doc Shields. Mostly Tony Doc Shields. So the proxy creature. So uh, I'll start with I'll start with Morgar. Or uh, sorry, Morgor, as I heard Morgar. him pronounce it. <laughs> Arise, Morgar! Arise! Uh, it means sea giant in Cornish. Its habitat is the sea near Falmouth Bay, Cornwall, England. Long neck, black or brown skin like a sea lion. Standard like sea serpent or Nessie type. You know, the Selkie children. Local fishermen blamed bad weather and poor fishing on the creature. Some say it appeared after a German sub torpedoed a British merchant ship during World War I. Legend continues to present day with sporadic claims of the 
on the stretch of coastline between Rosemullion and Toll Point, known as Morgor's Mile. So are you saying that the 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 Jerry's released it from like a merchant was transporting it? When they or just it? wanted revenge. It was just like, oh, you know what? This isn't cool. The it was combat a ship. awoken it from the depths. Interesting. Okay. No, I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Like some sort of Godzilla. <laughs> some kind of Gorgo kind of thing going on. All right. Folklorists speculate. Cornish author Tony Doc Shields. <laughs> Invented the creature as a hoax, coining the name after claiming to cite it in 1976. That's all for Morgar. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, that's that's what I figured. Can we just can can I say at the outset? I like Tony Doc Shields. To me, seems like a good Aleister Crowley, like uh, and, one who uses powers for good and not evil. No, I mean, or, I, like okay, well, one who's yes. still alive and is uh, just drinking his time away at a bar in Ireland. Well, yeah, like how I Crowley mean, said you're supposed to do. He did nothing of the things he said, basically. Yes, yes to both of those things. But it see, because they did both write books. It's like Tony Doc Shields is in on it. He's like the masked magician, where he's like, yeah, you know, the whole thing's like a spectacle. Ah, he's like, he's like a like a P.T. Barnum of '70s era uh, European mysticism. Right. He, just, he seems like a fun guy, less pretentious. I think he is still a fun guy, and let's find out. <laughs> Masterful segue. Truly an art form when you do it. Doing this. it for the birthdays. Meet living Fortean legend and conjurer of sea monsters, Tony Doc Shields. He's got, so, a, um, he's got the. His name is Anthony Shields. Wh- what? And he's a doctor no. of. So, uh, his habitat. Because <laughs> I have this written down like a monster. He was born in the city of Salford. Uh, his current residence is Killarney, Ireland. I'm not surprised. <laughs> he was born in 1938. Wow. Can he kill a hippo, though? Is the uh, uh, I'm sure he can. The, the power of his, his three daughters. With the power of his stand, <laughs> propane nightmare. <laughs> the power of his stand, Hocus Pocus, takes the form of his, his three daughters <laughs> who are witches. The fact that the naked witches were his daughters kept him in the headlines. I'm just going to read the Wikipedia page because it is a wild ride. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm buckled in. Got my glass of milk here. Let's let's. Anthony Doc ride. Shields, born 1938, is a Salford-born artist, magician, and writer. After attending the Heatherly School of Fine Art in London, he moved to St. Ives, Cornwall, where in 1961, following the resignation of Barbara Hepworth, he was made a member of a, of the Committee of the Influential Penwith Society of Arts. Wow. In St. Ives, he ran a progressive steps gallery where he showed artists like Brian Wall and Bob Law. He also had several solo exhibitions in London before then leaving St. Ives following a drunken incident in which he threatened police with a gun that he had <laughs> that he had obtained from friend paint or painter friend Terry Frost. All right. Wow. Since last time we talked about him, he has a website. Hmm. Really? I didn't have one before. And it has a countdown on it of zero days, zero hours, zero minutes, and zero seconds, and says coming soon. And all the links just lead back to the website because there's nothing there. No. I'll do this for him. What does he want? I don't know. That is the art piece. Again, like I said earlier, hubris, you know? Just yeah. like you're waiting for something that's never going to happen. <laughs> so let's get to of modern mysticism. some history. Oh, he has a, a spouse named really? Chris a partner. Shields. Don't know. I was going to say intentionally vague. I'm, like, I'm liking that one. <laughs> the occupation section on here is beautiful. Artist, magician, writer, busker, psychic, entertainer, hoaxer. <laughs> I, just, I like busker. This is my favorite human. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys might be blood related, honestly, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, because you could say a bunch of the same shit about my dad. Yep. He's tore off okay, his so fingers and planted it. Enough speaking of dad. my dad, I recently went through the stuff I got out of a storage unit a few years back because I was looking for camping gear and I found a box just full of junk. 
And in it, I found some voodoo dolls. I found a bunch of <laughs> ancient, ancient uh, stem resin for some. <laughs> Ancient. Ancient. I found his old uh, medical license for uh, getting weed before it was legal. Nice. (laughs) And I found some photo albums. Going through the photo album, like a bunch of me and my little sister. Like, cute. I'm like, cool. I'm going to send these to my little sister's mom. And then I found one that's just full of... When I was 14, he had an 18-year-old girlfriend. And he moved out with her because she said she didn't like kids when I was only four years younger than her. Uh, I found like the photo album just full of her and him and their friends, and then just a page of dick pics of my dad. <laughs> That's funny. Was he also back when you uh, had a print the, the those out? <laughs> no, I see. No, oh, well, but he's working with what he had, I guess. <laughs> he accessorized. Interesting. A uh, legendary story that I tell people is uh, on oh. Christmas 1999, he pierced his own dick. It's just impressive. Did he, now did he do it? Did he do it like the the like under like yeah like Prince under? Albert? Okay, the the true Prince Albert. Yep. No no uh, no sideways marbles. No. no. All right, be impressive. And that's how I knew it was his dick in the photo. It, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> he didn't just like whoop, like the what's the like the the biometric scanner. <laughs> yeah, it matches up. <laughs> there needs to be. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All so right. Tony Doc Shields. Back to Tony Doc Shields. No Pierce Dick, from what we know. In the late 1960s, after moving to live in Ponzanooth near Falmouth, he rediscovered stage magic. I just, I love British names of towns. Ponzanooth? Ponzanooth. P-O-N-S-A-N-O-O-T-H. Wow. It's like they're probably like, oh, you're down, down by Ponzanooth? Yeah, we're probably saying this way wrong. The Brits. Punzith? I don't know. We won our right to mispronounce their <laughs> words. That's still my two favorite quarters from last year. The Frederick Douglass quarter and the British Surrender quarter. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> All right. Uh, he rediscovered stage magic, something he had been taught as a boy by his father and grandfather. The article he and wrote articles for the Linking Ring and the Budget magazines. <laughs> These in, this included interviews with Ray Harryhausen and Ray oh, Bradbury. Wow. Oh wow! See, I told you he's the he's the good Alistair because Alistair Crowley had his rivalry with uh, uh, L. Ron, with L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard it's not like, a rivalry. It's just like this <laughs> complete disdain. It's just an annoyance. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a similarity. So uh, okay, no, the rivalry is totally Parsons. Yeah, Parsons and yeah, L. Ron okay. Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. But, I mean, he won super hard. It wasn't even a competition. Yeah. He also published a trio of magic books. 13, Something Strange, and Demons, Darklings, and Doppelgangers. There are no commas. Hold on. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Something Strange. There are 13, Something Strange, comma, and, or and comma. Damons, Darklings, and Doppelgangers, which were sold in both the UK and the US and led him to being associated with 19, uh, 1970s Bizarre Magic. Between 1970 and 74, he performed as Doc Shields, Wizard of the West, <laughs> at festivals and fairs in Cornwall. Fairs spelled F-A-Y-R-E-S. Nice. Okay, so we know exactly what his business was. This presented with the help of friend Vernon Rose and the rest of the Shields family was a magic show that incorporated illusions such as the headless woman, the sub trunk, and the buzzsaw. Like, did you say <coughs> sub trunk? Sub trunk. Sub trunk. In 1975, he set up Tom Fool's Theater of Tomfoolery. <laughs> He is the greatest human. Just, like wearing baggy overalls and floppy hats and just like, it's like a tramp clown show. But it was like really popular with like older kids for some reason. Like that's a really British thing, right? Like weird old timey shows popular with late teenagers. Yeah. In 1976, he was involved with a series of monster raising exploits, which brought him extensive media coverage, 
particularly when he started invoking the monsters with the help of a coven of nude witches. His daughters. Um, (laughs) His attempt to raise Morgor, the Cornish sea monster, was covered by BBC TV, Fortean Times, local newspapers, and appeared in national newspapers such as Ravel, New and News of the World. Appeared on a Queen album. At around the same time, he reported on sightings of the now legendary Owlman of Manon. In 1977, he obtained photos of the Loch Ness Monster, which appeared on the front page of the Muir newspaper. He obtained photos. He obtained them. Did, did he take them? Yes. Or did he like he, he take, took him, take them? He, took, he had a camera and hit the shutter button. I see. Capturing the image of probably some logs right, probably some logs it was really complex les miserables style les miserables cirque du soleil style like <laughs> body art with his three nude witch daughters <laughs> jesus um this and his associated his associated monster mind experiment featured in numerous and other media outlet featured in numerous other media outlets including the daily telegraph and radio one's Newsbeat. wait can you go into depth on this monster mind experiment um so far no <laughs> hopefully and later yeah monster mind is not like a complex anagram over there like no nope. mo <laughs> i wish multi-organism nude uh terrestrial <laughs> I, oh, I, I skipped yes yeah, I, I got nothing never mind moving on along alongside the monster raising shields continue to perform both as doc shields and as a member of tom fool's theater <laughs> And he wrote several plays, including Spooks, The Gallivant Variations, Night Jars, <laughs> Cloth Owl, The Winking Curtain. <laughs> I got a few Night Jars myself. Is Are any of these available? And Dr. Beak Hides His Hands. <laughs> I uh, didn't think you could top that. <laughs> Cloth Owl, The Winking Curtain. <laughs> Dr. Beak Hides, hides His Hands. That, okay, see, that sounds like a like really oh, nope. weird. Found another one on top of it. Really? One of his plays, Distant Humps, <laughs> was co-produced by Ken Campbell and co-starred Christopher Fairbank. He also had other magic books published, such as The Shields Effect, Bizarre, and The Cantrip Codex. You know who this guy is? This guy is like the, he's he's like Thomas Edison. He's like Thomas Edison, a shameless self-promoter. Yeah. He knew how to market himself. But he didn't go around the country electrocuting monkeys. Well, that's true. Maybe. I mean, it. I keep, I, I keep making. What's worse, like, dancing around with your nude daughters or electrocuting monkeys? Well, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with dancing nude with your family. As long as it's not like yeah, weird. Yeah, it didn't, didn't look like anyone sexual. was, uh, let's say into it see right exactly because that's i mean sure they were into it but they weren't but not like into, into it. it yeah no exactly, exactly. no one's coerced here plenty plenty of people go skinny dipping just because like it's what you especially at that point in time you just get so naked it's i tr- i, I want to order this book but car troubles made it so i couldn't order it which book what's it called the events of the 1970s and 1980s were covered in his own book monstrum and in the 1996 book owlman and others by john downs I want to order Monstrum. This guy is fascinating. He led quite a life. I Dur- keep referring to him in the past tense like he's dead. He's alive. During this period and in the years since, he has continued to paint and have exhibitions. He considers himself an artist first and foremost, and his life work to be a form of surrealism that he refers to as surreal chemy. Yep. And that's all that there is on uh, Wikipedia except for um, some a gallery. Of like of paintings that he's done? no, just pictures of him. There's one that's a uh, Doc Shields with Baby Winston, a skull. <laughs> he's just with a skull. <laughs> it's just him holding. I, I love like this guy. If I remember correctly, he looks a lot like Monos from the movie Monos <laughs> and the Hands of Fate. Yes, right. That's what he looks like. This is the time. This is the point where like look that up. Like turns out he is Monos. Like he made that movie. Honestly, though, that would make so much sense. So I also, that would be a fact. 
Does he spell his name with a Y or with an I? I. Reed. No, no. For Tony? Yeah. Why? Okay. <laughs> Alright. So I found a um a uh newspaper article from 1997. Okay. About uh the article's fishy goings on in the garden pond, blame the owl man by uh, Christopher Evans, who apparently in America. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Uh, Who apparently interviewed uh, Tony doc Shields, who the picture of Shields in the article is Shields serpent hunter. I added a question. There's no question. It's just Shields colon serpent hunter. Okay. Don't question his credentials. Oh no, I like this guy's look. This guy looks, he looks like, um, uh, the picture of the owl man also give the owl man uh, crab claws for feet. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's that photo. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually seeing some of his art. YouTube video that I'll put up that he, uh, paints still. Uh, the video's old, but, but he's still doing it. Yeah. He's still at it. And that's it for Tony doc shields until I read monstrum. Yeah, I, I'd I'd love to revisit this guy because it's just like everything, like that he's done. Maybe as I'm reading Monstrum, we'll have a little segment that's catching up with t- Tony. Catching up with Tony or Doctor's appointment. Whoa, the the Doc's appointment. Um, it'd be interesting to to actually take a look at some of his plays. It's something I want to do is track them down. At yeah, least I gotta look about. Cloth Owl, the Winking Curtain, because or Distant Humps. Gee whiz. I, Dr. Beak hides his hands. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Tony, we I'll, we'll all help you through the website. Get get to us. I want these to be archived somewhere. I've been uh, regularly sending um, messages or emails to uh, last podcast on the left to interview him for Patreon or like cover yeah. him on side stories because yeah. we don't have resources to interview this glorious man but i mean unless a much you just bigger do it tony skype us <laughs> if you're out there i know you seem like the kind who might vanity search well this episode is going to be titled tony dog shields and the subtitle will be like oh yeah and morgar i love this man i want to buy his books i want to read the books he wrote and then the book about him yeah all right that's all i got for my birthday episode on tony dog shields i feel like that was a really good choice it was a good choice of birthday. Next week is Alan's birthday episode. And then uh, the Uh-oh. week after that is a regular episode. And the week after that is that Shefton's birthday episode because yep. we are clumped together. Yep. Whole bunch of summer babies. Just a bun- uh, I don't Jim know about Henson, you, but babies. me and Alan are cancers. Me too. We're just a bunch of crabs in a bucket dragging each other down. You're the crab men. That's how I want to be. Crab feet on the owl man. Thank you, Tony, <laughs> for sharing that with us. Uh do we think he maybe created Owlman? No, no. Those no. girls saw it first. But no, he, I mean like he like, you know, was his psycho magic. Oh, you think the Owlman like is a tulpa he created? <laughs> well, I, no, I wouldn't say a tulpa. I'd say definitely a corporeal being. You mean a thought form energy ghost? No, not a that. tulpa. The opposite of that. A physical a like, flesh and blood. One of his new daughters in some entity. in a costume. <laughs> he definitely I mean, had okay. acrobat friends. That? Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Honestly, like that's reasonable. But no, you know, he just he spawned it from himself like accidentally. Nothing <laughs> he, he seems, made would harm or scare children. I get. Well, see, I don't know, because I get a real Tom Bombadil vibe from this guy. Oh, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> more powerful than he knows. Yeah. Uh, just lost it in the couch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, can he kill a hippo? Yes. But would he? Probably no. not. Well, Doesn't like you said, he definitely has acrobat friends. So, you know, game recognizes game. They just would not kill each other <laughs> out of yep. respect. So, uh, plug emendations. Oh man, I had one. I don't remember what it is. I'm gonna go last. I'm gonna go last because I gotta double check something. Oh man, I don't have anything right now. Uh, I'm gonna plug something I brought up earlier. I'm gonna plug uh, Grand Rapidians playing video games. There, it's uh, they talk about beer and video games. And then they recommend some stuff at the end. And at the beginning, they do a thing where they gain experience points by telling like stuff that they did this week to like level up. They gain EXP in real life. And also, they are uh, three former world record holders, but I don't know which game, and I don't know for what. Really? Yeah. Just hold records in games? Do you know former. what people actually remembered what I was going to plug? Uh, I was going to plug Age of Empires 2 just in general. Uh, because it's a great game. See, this is what I should have said. I, this is how I should answer the question. Age of Empires 2. 
is a game that I constantly go back to. It's been out for like 20 plus years and I just keep going back to it every so often. But uh, Microsoft is releasing a definitive edition of the game. So it's got like new graphics and like new civilizations and stuff. So it looks pretty cool. I'm not sure if it'll really be a replacement for me for uh, the Age of Empires 2 HD. Uh, because I, I feel like that's a really good game aside from like connectivity issues. Uh, but it's coming out soon and there's been a bunch of coverage at E3 and stuff. So check it out. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. I think I got nothing still, but you know, I need I need a GoFundMe to make a action figure of myself. <laughs> so if you want to... Alan is also a surreal chemist. <laughs> See, I feel like that the GoFundMe, like that should be... That's a part of the Tofigi project. Yeah. Like that in and of itself is sort of art. Oh yeah, no, this is for art. You'll be you'll be helping art. I'm gonna upload. Alan, my where's brain the thing that doll. they can uh where's the thing they can look at all your art? Uh alantofigi.net. T-O-F-I-G-H-I. A-L-A-N, not A-L-L-E-N. Well, last time. Not A-L-A-I-N. Oh, no, see, my, I was my website exists now. It's, Again? Yeah. Because last I checked, it was gone. It's 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 here now. I found a way to actually afford it. Okay. Dot com? Yeah. Dot net. Dot net. Yeah. Google's finally shown the way. Took me a bit. Cool. Because I had you, I had it as your uh, profile thing for our podcast, but then it went away. So I changed it to a Wikipedia page, I think. Yeah. And that's not there anymore either. No, no. I found a different one. Yeah, it got archived somewhere. I don't really know what that's No, about. I found um, everybodywiki.com, Alan Testopi. Wow, I don't even know about this one. It's just the one that... Hey! Yeah. That, did this happen? I guess they just... Huh. I think that's they just copied you your old wiki page. Like, oh, somebody else makes else. your Wikipedia. Because the hands of glory are on there, and that, that never existed in the original. Oh, yeah. You got a fan, Alan. Well, you you can help me realize the final Tofigi plays Tofigi album. Cool. Okay, so if you go uh, if you go to our homepage, which is featuredcreatures.podient.co, and then you click on the host thing, the link under Alan is goes to the wiki page, which at the bottom has a link to his website, or you can go to alantofigi.net. That's it. That's Alan's plug himself. <laughs> this is for the good of the world. I'm telling you, I have created, I, I'm sitting on it. I'm sitting on the final pinnacle of extreme computer chess music. <laughs> Aren't those words enough? <laughs> the pinnacle of extreme we don't need the computer album. chess. No, no, no. I mean, like, enough for the people to want this from you. Well, they're not going to get it unless I can get this doll. <laughs> I have some voodoo dolls you can have. No, no, that I, I'm not voodooing myself, I'm not voodooing anyone. I'm making a, a me. I have a Grandpa Simpson doll. What you do is that you is you make man. you make a you make a, a voodoo doll of the like mini Tofiki, and then you voodoo that. That's how you make your music. All right, um, this episode's running kind of long. Oh boy, we're already at fifty minutes. No, that's a good length, man. I we gotta get these marathon length videos. That's what the people want. 50 minutes of featured creatures. Yeah, we really don't have a set time because we, our episodes range from 19 minutes to I think we had one over an hour before. Really? Which one was over I an don't hour? remember. Isn't that when we ran down all the states? No, maybe. And then we maybe. got mad at that guy because he's not as funny as he thinks he is. The motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, send us an email. If you have more questions for us, we like answering them. They were fun. They were indeed. Uh, you can send us questions at our our email address, featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com, or just on Twitter, like at Fecre, F-E-A-C-R-E. Uh, you can check out our pa- our Patreon. It'll Some of that money goes to Alan. That's true. Yeah, that, is, that is a way to tangentially support. Tofiki you can do it all. Tofiki. You can do two birds with one scone. Uh, before we talk about Patreon... We have some roasting to do. Oh, man. Okay. Can I go first? Yes. Mine's not that good. Okay. Uh, I don't have a funny way to phrase it, but I think it's funny that, oh, man. It's like Luigi has a huge dong, 
but he's the only person I know that like that's not enough to keep somebody out of an open relationship. I don't know. I got I got nothing. That's hardly a joke as so much as it is a weird observation. The huh. end. I got <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I'm not good at this. I don't roast people. I'm too nice. We got the money. You have to get better. Uh, I keep I keep saying that's the real roast is jokes on you. You gave us money for nothing. So you're he's a, he's your pay pig. He I, is that what they call yeah. that? Yeah. God, it sounds so dirty. Because <laughs> it is. It is. It's a horrible thing. Uh, I mean, it's not. If it you're isn't. into that, and I, if I, someone's I, into giving you money, like it's all good. No, that's it, the roast. I really don't have any opinion. <laughs> For or against pay pigs, you do whatever you want. Live, live your life, man. Live, laugh, pay. Um, I got- <laughs> I still don't know who you are, so I can't really get as mean as I should. I'm just realizing that's the thing. It's like I don't know enough about Luigi to be able to roast him. Yeah, he's also. Uh, I mean, like I said last time, he's just super unreliable. That's true. Yeah, you have plans, and then he decides he can't go. Like he doesn't let you know. Just. He's just like, oh, yeah, uh, about that. All um, right, let's stop insulting. Let's stop desperately attempting to yeah. insult Luigi. Yeah, but like you said, though, the, the biggest burn on him is that he <laughs> gave us money to <laughs> do us money to very poorly roast him. We need a Rodney Dangerfield, just somebody who doesn't understand him and just like, oh, who's this guy? Huh? What's he doing? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, give us a dollar on Patreon. <laughs> You get a you get the ability to vote for future episodes. You get our bonus episodes, which are pretty good. So for five dollars, you get a everything from the one dollar tier, and you get stickers whenever we, you get a logo of the sticker for joining, and then a sticker whenever we uh, get new stickers. You get a diploma and access to our Discord server, and that's the you know where the real magic happens. Yep, the real surreal chemistry goes down. And remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. There's just nothing that could summarize him. There's no soundbite. Uh, actually, there is. <laughs> it's there the, is. the cry of Morgar. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I'll put some. I'll put some Tony Doc shields at the end. <laughs> he just strikes me as the kind of guy that would have had a "You're the man now" dog. I suppose I cause things to happen by putting myself in the position where they will. We have to be open to these things to make oneself kind of vulnerable to um, bizarre occurrences. And get drunk a lot of the time. It's amazing what you can see when you've had a few pints. <laughs>